When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hi, everybody. It is Josh and Jilly, and we must tell you about Dr. Busby. Of course, she is from toegrips.com. That's toegrips.com. Now, to be to be accurate, though, Dr. Busby is a legitimate vet. A, a, uh, what do they call that? It's a, a, a doctor of veterinary medicine, DVM. a DVM. Dr. Busby rules, of course. Luther takes the Encore Mobility Supplement every day, and uh, he loves it. And it helps him out, and it helps him, you know, stay uh, vital, stay keep his and uh, vigor, keep his vigor up. He's awesome, and uh, of course, the website ToeGrips.com is not just a place you go to buy toe grips, which are an amazing innovation for dogs who have a hard time getting around as they get older, or dogs with disabilities, and it's not also uh, it's also not a place you just go to get the Encore Mobility or the do-it-yourself nail trimming. There's also Dr. Busby's blog, and Dr. Busby's blog is loaded with info, and you can get it quick, and you don't have to deal with advertisements. It's just Dr. Busby, her info. She's great. She's got the answers. She's amazing, and you can find all of it at uh, toegrips.com. The promo code is Luther if you make a purchase. If you make a purchase at toegrips.com and uh, use that promo code Luther, you will save 10%. 10% off at toegrips.com using the promo code Luther. And uh, again, any question you're going to have about your dogs, your pets, Dr. Busby has probably already answered it on the website. So go to the website, toegrips.com, and learn a little something. Uh, it's a great resource. Toegrips.com is an incredible resource. Check it out. Toegrips.com, promo code Luther to save 10%. We love Dr. Busby. This is the Josh Innes Show. Howdy, hi, everybody. It's Josh and Jilly. Welcome in. Jilly, how are you? Lovely. Lovely. Now, uh, Jilly had a whole day planned of getting her vagina fondled by some lady at the doctor, and that didn't go uh, well didn't well, come when to you fruition say it like that it sounds horrible no it's fine it's just that i didn't know that apparently they only recommend pap smears every five years now and i assume that's what i was going in for for my annual wellness is usually they do the pap smear and the pelvic exam and then they do the quick little breast exam and you get your birth control no, you know you were fired up about this well, now when i got in the, when me. i got in the car you were all fired up you said that, that this is bullshit and this is stupid i had to do this so tell me now tell me why well, exactly it was it was you said it was stupid. bullshit and stupid i think you overreacted to that because I think you were angry when you got in the car but no it just felt like a waste of time like well can you look at my pelvis anyway like can you just do something like the whole point was like you know they make you get the annual which is good to do anyway when you before you go to the vagina doctor do like is there any special prep you do I mean just make sure you want you want to make sure like but do you like is everything extra clean when you go well I wash right before I go even if I shower before like I try to you know it's like when you go to the dentist you brush your teeth before you go to the dentist. yeah that's all that's all I'm asking I don't know yeah, like I, I have, no I didn't see, even have to take off my underpants or anything it was like okay and then they're like well you're 38 so you know mammograms start around 40 but if you want you can see if your insurance will pay for an early one. You can just call them and ask and let us know. I'm like, well, since when do I have to call my insurance to ask? Like, like, like imagine going to the dentist and they're like, well, I mean, you got a cavity. You want to fill it yourself? 
Like it was just like it's just strange to me. Well, no, I went to a dentist here when we first moved here that didn't know how to run my insurance, and halfway through my cleaning said, "Yeah, we don't take your insurance." <laughs> Like, it's so stupid. But yeah, I was like, well, you can do an early mammogram and you just have to call and ask. It's called like a basic something. Like, ask if your insurance will pay for it. If so, we can just do it. If not, eh, we'll just wait till you're 40 anyway. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I just love it. So just to be clear, you go in there fully anticipating having to have your vag looked at. Well, usually they at least, like, I knew the pap smear some places do like every two years, every three years. Apparently now it's every five years. Yeah. But they usually at least do the pelvic exam. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Like you, like you, like if, just to be clear, when you go to the gynecologist, you're anticipating having to take your underwear off. Yeah. And like, do you have to get like in the, like in like the, the chair and Usually everything? in the little, yeah, on the table. Yeah. You do all that. And you were anticipating having to do this. You went and none of this happened. No. Therefore you learned absolutely nothing. Therefore you know nothing more than you knew about yourself at this time yesterday. Well, I mean, I wasn't expecting to find anything wrong. Like I don't have any issues or anything, but they usually at least check and say, all right, everything feels normal. And then every couple of years they do a pap and they send that off and they say, okay, it's normal. I was starting, and I told you this whenever I dealt with my issue with but the doctor. But they did push, they kept pushing on it, me, re, like, kept pushing me on repeatedly was to get the HPV shots. And what, but like, why? Like, I mean, what exactly, like, what would make them say, well, you need to get the HPV because shot? Because they tell everybody to get them now. It's like called Gardasil. Because they're really... pushing the shit on you because they're in bed with the big pharma people and it's all a big circle jerk is what it is. And they, like, try to get, like, young people vaccinated for that. Like, when I, I think you had to be under 24 originally to start the series. Yeah. And I was, like, 25 when it came out, so I never had to get them anyway. But now I guess they're like, yeah, everybody should just get HPV shots. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, three different people asked me, you sure you don't want to start your HPV? Like, no, I'm good. You know what you're dealing with here, Jilly, is you're dealing with the scam of the doctors. Is what it is. I don't think, like, I don't think like, doctors are stupid. At I, being like, nuts, I think, but like, I, I kind of see why people don't trust medical professionals. Now. I, I don't. I mean, after I dealt with that shit with the uh, the, the dude with the uh, the doctor that told me I had diabetes and was like, you need to do blank, 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 and blank and take eight different pills. And then a week later, I don't have diabetes anymore. And like this guy's pushing all these fucking drugs on me and then having me come back in like every week to get shit checked up on. Like, well, no, and then I go to the next you, place to tell me I got nothing. Well, once they told you you had to schedule an appointment just to get results, which were normal, like that's crazy. That's an over the phone thing. That's not a show up, pay another copay so we can build the insurance project. But that's what these places are doing now. I don't, tr- I don't trust them. I have a lack of trust for medicine. That's just the reality and of And again, me. I was kind of like, well, can you maybe do it anyway? They're like, no, there's no need. I'm like, okay. Yeah, like, I, I, like, And the other thing is, and I don't say this to undermine doctors, but I feel like you could learn a lot about what your issues are just by going to the internet. We've talked about this before. You've diagnosed me three or four times. Just off of shit you read on the internet. Yep. So, like, and then you go in the doctor and you pay a copay, and then they got to run it to get the insurance, and they got to get in bed with the big pharma and prescribe you all these drugs. Like, you didn't need, like, you didn't go in there anticipating getting uh, harassed to get the uh, the HPV shot. Just like, I, like when I went into the uh, that that first doctor, he's trying to push all these different vaccines on me, well, and I'm not some. The hep- they, they did. I forgot which one I, I caved one. to. Hepatitis. He said you need a hepatitis vaccine. I said fuck it, I don't care. Like I'm not some like wacko total wacko that's like all against vaccines and shit or anything like that like i don't give a shit like we got two i got the the two shots you got the two shots it is what it is whatever but like you look at some of this stuff like 
I don't need it pushed on me. And when I'm in there, the guy's like, well, you should probably get this. You should probably get another COVID shot. You should probably get this. I'm like, dude, just tell me why. Like you say I have diabetes. Help me figure out how to stop the diabetes. And then like I'm getting high blood pressure pills. I'm getting all this shit. I call my dad. I said, dad, they prescribed me high blood pressure pills. He said, yeah, don't take that shit. Unless your blood pressure is like deadly high. That kind of shit's a it can fuck with you. Do not take those pills. No, but that's all it is now. It's like, again, the HPV, which is like a series, I think of like three shots. And then they're like, well, did you get your flu shot this year? Did you get the booster? Like, no. And then I had to like find my freaking COVID card because I didn't bring it. Oh, you had to wear a mask? I had to wear a mask What? Like, whole Can we time. get past this shit? The like, entire what? Like, time. Like, the last was- time I went, I had to wear a mask the entire time. I'm like, and the best part is I was going to see a doctor in ear, nose, and throat. So this guy was going to be in my face sticking a fucking camera up my nose anyway. Why am I wearing a mask? Well, I had to sit in a room by myself for 40 minutes waiting for someone to come in and say, okay, well, we don't have to do anything. And then you show up and you don't have a mask. They're like, sir, put on your mask. Can you put on your mask? They won't even let you in the building. It's ridiculous. It's over, guys. It's over. Stop with the shit. Cut the shit. I don't need it. I'm going to the doctor. You're going to be up in my face. I don't need to be wearing a mask the other 40 minutes while you're not in my face. Well, they tell you it's to protect the other people in the office who might be, you know, immunocompromised, like other patients. If they got the, hey, if they got the vaccine, it shouldn't matter. They're, right? If they're vaccinated, it shouldn't matter if I have it or don't have it. You'll be fine. No, that's, live. Why that's why they're putting out a new booster for the Omicron. Whatever. Whatever. The first, as it turns out, you know, these first vaccines, I guess, don't really do much against Omicron. So. But uh, so just to put a bow on it, though, your vagina's fine? I guess. I mean, I wouldn't know. They didn't. They did nothing. Like, like, as far as your vaginal knowledge, you know just as much now as you did going in. Yeah. They I told mean, you nothing like, new. Like, hey, everything's clean. Like, that's the part that's bullshit. It's like, it'd be one thing if they went in. And they told you, like, hey, you uh, like you check for something and you have the, there's this issue. We noticed this. Maybe we should get this. But at least go in if there's nothing wrong. You want to get it looked at. And they say things are totally okay. You don't know that things are totally okay because they don't know things are totally well, okay they because they're they like, didn't look at yeah, it. Like, do you have any pain or any you know abnormal bleeding? No. Okay. Well, then we're no reason to do but, it. I'm but, like, which seems ridiculous. Like, then why? You could have asked me this on the phone. Well, again, we I could just, have filled out an online questionnaire. You could have slid into my DMs like a Deshaun Watson and said, hey, does your vagina hurt? Are you bleeding? No. no? Well, I, well, then I'm good. Or you could have just refilled my birth control. Which, by the way, then I get a message from the pharmacy that's like, yeah, there's a problem with your insurance. So all that, and I didn't even get it My God. Filled. I feel like, like again, but really all it was a now, waste well, of time going there because they're just taking your money. I'm not saying that all doctors are evil but that's and that they don't have good intentions, now. but that's a money grab. That whole fucking thing is a money grab. Well, they make you go every year, and then now what it's turned into more, and I was talking to a friend of mine, of mine about this, too, and she heard the same thing. It's just like, yeah, it's basically just a five-minute interview of whether or not you're depressed and about mental health. And if you're abused, what does it have to do with your vagina? And if you're happy at home, it's are all they the, asking this about your vagina? Like, hey, is your vagina depressed? Well, no, it's a woman's wellness, is what they call but, it. But that's like, if I wanted to go see a fucking shrink, I'd go see a shrink. I, I'm not here to see a shrink. I'm here to have you look at my vagina, look at my lady parts, my labia, uh, my, my my dangleberry there in the front. Tell me that everything's working fine, and then we'll go. Or tell me, ooh, this might be something to be concerned about. Or oh, there's a, a mole that looks weird here, or a bump that's odd here. Yeah. I didn't come to you to have some fucking Oprah sesh here with me. If I wanted to do that, I talked to my mom or I talk to a shrink. 
That's not good. Like, so tell me some of the questions they asked. I mean, they just ask you, like, have you been sad over the past two weeks? But what if you have, what if like your, what if your mom died? So yeah, I've been sad the last two weeks. Like, what are they going to tell you? Yes. But then what are they going to tell you? How are they going to confirm anything? Are they going to say, well, turns out you need Lexapro now because you've been sad for two weeks. You need some antidepressants. I mean, they'll probably recommend you to like a therapist and all that shit. And it's like, you know, are you, do you feel safe in your home? Have you ever felt unsafe? Has anyone ever touched you inappropriately? Is your partner, are you comfortable around your partner? Like all this stuff. But again, that, that, that does not feel like that's the doctor's responsibility. Well, they've always done that. But, but like, and that's fine. But that shouldn't be the only thing that happens at the doctor. Again, like you go to a shrink for that. You go to a therapist for that. You go to like a a, a, a health or not a healthcare worker, but like a social worker and also, I would have been for that glad. type of stuff. I would have like been perfectly fine with doing the early, you know mammogram but i'm not going to call my insurance and ask all these questions and like if you guys want to you should know, be your job and then say okay you're you know approved to get this do you want to schedule it sure but they were like yeah i mean it's, 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 there's no history in the family that you know of and you know i don't see any abnormal with your breast exam you know that's all they did was like the 30 second breast exam that every girl does themselves in the shower yeah um i'd like to watch this exam well I've i'll give you the you exam do, i've asked you to do it before and you just laugh at me well i'll like do a it a lot of People have their husbands and stuff do that. Well, I mean, what would I know what I'm looking for? I'm just feeling titties. <laughs> I mean, that, like, like, honestly, I'm like, yep, I don't feel anything. What would I feel? I'm all in, I'm aroused because I'm feeling a handful of large breasts. But even that, yeah, it's just like, you know, if you want to get it done, you know, there's not really a need to. It's just, you know, sometimes good to start it early. But you're already 38, so, I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm like, well. I'm telling you, these doctors, man, ponderous. If you want me to ponderous. get it done, just say, hey, we recommend you get this done. And then call my insurance and make sure, like, I'm, I'm not going to call the insurance. That sounds like a horrible time. And they're yeah. like, yeah, if they say it's going to cost you like 600 bucks, then don't do it. But if it's free, you might as well. But, but again, it's not your job to do that. They <laughs> like, pay somebody to sit at that little desk in the front that, ha- like, who seemingly only job is to hand you the little clipboard to make you fill out all the shit. Like, hey, do you have a history of cancer? Do you smoke? How many drinks a week do you have? Bitch, I don't know. A lot. Like that's the that's the worst question is hey I, like because you don't know if you should put down that you are a recreational drinker like what kind of drinker am I well like how many we like like if you say do you drink alcohol yes how many drinks a week I don't judge it by week I judge it by hour yeah and, and you know, like, so this form like I had to do was like how many shots of liquor how many cans of beer how many glasses of wine per depends week? on like, how many parlays I hit I mean literally I just put like six ish well i'll tell you no, my other favorite question i remember I, I answered this question once at a new gynecologist in houston um they were like all right about how many sexual partners have you had in the past year and i said enough to party and they did not <laughs> they did not find that funny and that led into the more in-depth like well were these all by choice was this all consensual like did you ever feel uncomfortable i'm like okay it was a joke uh. but that's fine <laughs> Mine would have said, "How many drinks a week do you? Uh, how many drinks a week do you have?" Well, I would have had one fucking more had that asshole Aledmi's Diaz not ran through the fucking stop sign against the Yankees. I would have scored a damn run and I would have gotten the over. Boy, I hit two parlays again last you night. You did. I've been on fire. Look at the other day. You were like, "I'm thinking about quitting because I can't hit them no more." And then all of a sudden, well, bang! And when, it's, it's, I never said I was thinking about quitting. I no. was just saying I never hit anything anymore. Well, then though, you uh, like so, and then you hit these ones, and if you put any amount of actual money on them, they'd be epic. The one you hit last night was like plus four thousand. These are no, long odds yeah, here. Yes, it was. It was plus thirty-seven sixty. So it's damn near <laughs> plus four thousand, and you won 
what, $40? No, I put two seventeen <laughs> on it and I won eighty three seventy eight. Like that would annoy me. It was like, like I feel like you go through all this effort to hit this awesome parlay. What, it and it's like, here's eighty dollars. Now the return on the investment, the two dollars to get you eighty is a nice return. But like imagine if you put ten dollars on it. <laughs> you know, you'd be in the hundreds had but you. But I never hit, hit when I do that. Like one time I put $50 on something that we're like, oh, that's a lock. It wasn't. Well, thank God. Hey, thank you, Justin Verlander, by the way, because the Verlandi man got me a hit today. I should thank the Verlandi man, and I should thank Jason Castro, who I'm fairly certain I I made his home run so today because the guy had a home run all year. He stinks. He bats like 105. And uh, I go to Twitter today, and I'm like, boy, I posted just Jason Castro with the gift from Office Space of, uh, so what would you say you do here? And then, boom, he hits the go-ahead home run in the ninth. I was in the kitchen. I was doing the dishes, and I'm like, well, Castro's batting. This is going to the bottom of the ninth tied, and I'm going to lose, and I'm going to be pissed. And I hear, like, Castro, it's one deep to right field. I'm like, holy shit, this guy. Way to go, bub. Well, that was me Way last night. Like, I was convinced mine was dead. And it was, like, all the hard stuff had hit. I had Mike Trout to hit a home run. Uh, Otani to have an RBI. And I think both of those hit in, like, the first two innings or something. Yep. And I had Tim Anderson to get two hits. He already Tim had Aaron. one in, like, the third inning. Good job, Tim. And then I had Johnny Cueto to strike out over four and a half. Way to go, and Bob. And that mofo had, like, one going into the fifth. And I'm like, well, hell. I know. And, then, well, you came because you did. You thought you did it one way, and then you changed it at the last yep. minute. And then it looked like it was going to be dead. And then, boom, Cueto comes through for it, and you hit this parlay that's plus 4000 yep. and you win a whopping $70. Uh, eighty three seventy eight, And my other one last night was plus seventeen twenty five. Well. And I bet $3 on that to win 54 Well, you're on fire. This girl is on fire. That's you. You're on fire right now. Tonight's an exciting night, though, because there's a lot of MLS happening. Oh, God. And you know that I love betting on the MLS. It is my favorite. I love Major League Soccer. Betting on Major League Soccer is fun. You guys should get in on it. Uh, but also, here's one for you. So, by the way, Astros won today, as we noted, and Jordan and Pena had this collision in the outfield. It's looking like they both probably have concussions. Yeah, they're both being dude, evaluated. Dude, Jordan didn't move for about five minutes. Like He was dead, just laying there. Like Pena kind of rolled around a little bit. Big ass uh, Alvarez laying there on the ground. He was donezo, and uh, I mean that was rough. They had to bring out the cart for him. Yikes! Like they, they, they. Well, that's a lot of man to fall down. Well, and that's the thing. Imagine being Pena, and like Pena's head basically hit Jordan like in the chest, and then Pena's mitt is what hit Alvarez in the face. So it was a mess. Uh, but dude, by the way. Speak like this, this big epic uh, swing of games is nine or 10 games, whatever it is, taking on the New York teams. If not for Aaron judge heroics, they would have been sweeping this entire run against these first place, New York teams. He's like tie in New York teams. Like, it's funny. Cause the Astros, you look at their roster and you're like, who's Pena? Who's this guy? Who's, you know, like, it's not the, the lineup you're used to seeing, like, you know, if, three, four years ago, right? yet they they continue to win. The pitching's been good. You know, not a ton of big star power names in there, but they just keep winning games. So they swept. That's the second time they swept a series against the Mets in this run. Really, they blew both of those games against the Yankees. I don't even view those as, hey, the Yankees won them. I say, hey, the, I mean, the Astros kind of shit the bed in those games. And now they got one more with the Yankees tomorrow. They win that bad boy. And that's a hell of a run against these pretty damn good baseball teams. So the Astros are there, man. Uh, but here's one for you. 
I saw this headline today doing the Detroit show. It's in the Detroit News. Michigan sees uptick in abortion requests after ruling. Now, here's what I find interesting about this. It's not like, like, let's say you were in Michigan and they said that plastic surgery is going to be outlawed. You cannot get plastic surgery. And you've been contemplating a nose job for like two years. You're like, I want to get a nose job, but I don't know, or a breast job, a breast lift. You're like, I don't know if I'm going to do that. And then you find out that soon it's going to be illegal. And you go, well, hell, I guess I need to make my move now yeah, and get my nose it. job. The thing is, being pregnant doesn't work that way. Like, you're either pregnant or you're not. So did, like, these people out of spite go out and get knocked up, then call Planned Parenthood, who, by the way, Planned Parenthood says they've seen an uptick, like 50% uh, call volume increase with people calling about abortions. It's like, so let me see if I got this. Well, about abortion specifically or yes, about, like, retrieving totally. or getting, like, Plan B? No, no. The, the story said calling about abortions. A 50% rise in people inquiring about abortions. So are these people who are, like, like does, this, does someone call and go, like, hi, Planned Parenthood. Hi, I'm calling about an abortion. Like, okay, well, how many months along are you? I'm not pregnant. I just want to get a symbolic, I want to have a symbolic abortion well, it's like to me. stand can, with my sisters. That's like me today. Can you do it just in case? Like, like, well, yeah, like, hey, I want a preemptive abortion. Like, I have a question. If I get an abortion right now, despite the fact I'm not pregnant, if I get an abortion right now, will that stop me from getting pregnant at least one time? How does it work? But it's just fascinating to me how that works. Like, like you have, like, is someone like six months pregnant and they've been contemplating an abortion for six months? Then they hear this and they're like, well, fuck you, Trump, watch this. And they're going to go just, they decided that put me over the top. Knowing that these asshole Republicans have made it illegal. Guess what? I'm out and I'm going to go get it. I'm getting my fucking abortion. Just a weird headline. Yeah, to that's me. very strange. It is like, again, if it were a nose job and they were shutting down nose jobs, I'd get it. You'd go, okay, makes sense. Cool. I get it. But like, if you weren't pregnant last week, where are all these people coming from? Like, did they just deliberately go out and get pregnant over the weekend? Did they say, hey, Billy, come over to the house. Why? We're fucking tonight. Ooh, yeah, boy. Were they like, we're put, I'm putting a baby in like, me, were buddy. Were they going to go ahead and have the baby, and now they're like, you know what? Forget it. Just because I can. Like, you know what? Fuck you, Clarence up. Thomas. If that's Fuck the case, you. like, you know, like, oh, you know what? I was going to have my baby. I'm 30 weeks pregnant. But now, just to stick it to the man, I'm aborting <laughs> like, this fetus. Like, but, but like you fuck? wonder. Like, some of those people are nuts. Like, yeah, they're like they're legitimate people that, like, get raped or whatever. They sure. have to have a, a, an abortion. Or, like, they're a couple like, weeks into it and they don't know it. That did like, a day ago. Correct. <laughs> like, all this shit went down last week. And these people, like, in a matter of a week, the call volume's gone up with people inquiring about abortions and like you just wonder are they like hey watch this trump hey you fucking hey asshole oh, watch this are. clarence thomas i'm getting an abortion ma'am you're not even pregnant then tell me how to get pregnant so i can get an abortion we're doing it just in case like like they're calling some rando knock me up why you want to have a baby with me no dumbass i want to have an abortion so i can tell the supreme court to fuck off yeah, people, okay. I, like, we joke, but like that wouldn't surprise me. People are fucked up. Dude, they're totally fucked up. There's a lot of fucked up people out there. But like, because they want to stick it to the man, quote unquote. They want to fuck with Trump and all that. Or like they, they view it as some sort of thing. Like, it's weird that because of all this, uh, the, like the stuff about outlawing it or making it illegal, which honestly, nothing's really changing all that much. But like. If like they're all upset about it, so it's almost like they want to spite abortion, and you're like, dude, you're some sick fucking people. But again, 
That's looking at the wackiest of the wacky people. Most people don't operate that way. And again, and I say this virtually every podcast, but if we get to a point where we stop judging the the whole by the sum of the alter, like the alt-right, alt-left people, then I think we'd look at people differently. But instead, we get caught up in looking at social media where you see the wackiest of the wacky, and then it becomes a whole damn mess and you hate everybody. Yep. Now, well, that's like this story I was reading about, um, I guess, in Tennessee. Now, there's a new law going into effect July 1st that will aim to uh, protect police dogs better. So it's going to be like a harsher penalty for anyone who, like, you know, shoots or injures a police dog. Good. Yeah. Right. Well, you would think that. But there's some wackos on here. You know, citizens have the right to protect themselves against being attacked by dogs, too. Oh, you know what? Oh, (laughs) I'm glad to see that our law officers and our politicians care more about dogs than women's rights. This one says, I don't know. I don't care whose dog it is. Bite me or my kids and I'll break its fucking neck. You know what's interesting is, like, (laughs) first of all, you're... Okay. And this one says, are they humans now? What a fucking country. Like, like, Luther, avert your ears. Close your ears. Uh, no, but these, uh, like, come on, man. And this person believes that uh, the police just use the dogs to injure suspects so that way they don't get in trouble. Yeah, people are nuts. Yeah. People are crazy, man. Like, oh, it's this nice law that's like, you know, because one police dog was killed here and they're, you know, naming it after him and all this stuff. And, you know, it's going to move it up to like a felony, class B felony. And, yeah, nope. Oh, nope. they're nope. cops. <laughs> So don't shoot the police dog. They're oh, just doing their job. The other vile thing yesterday, too, is like everyone's pissed about these two blue alerts that went out here. So what were those? Like my phone went off multiple times yesterday. Well, it's when they're on, they're, they're trying to find a suspect who shot or injured or killed a police officer. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I imagine most people were probably like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, like, why is this blowing up my phone? Like, why is this interrupting me? Like, fuck the cops. Who cares? You know, listen, I'm not a fuck the cops person. Like, what the fuck? But, but like, here's here's what I would say. If you're not going to send out an alert every time someone is shot, then I don't necessarily need an alert that a cop was shot. Okay. Like, that's like that's all. Like, now, I don't need an alert every time some random jamoke I've never met gets shot either. So, I get it. But I understand that to a degree. Well, I mean, Because I heard it. that fucking alert twice, and I'm like, what? Like, they only honestly, like, I'm when, sorry the cop got shot, but, like, I don't need I, to know. When they've identified a suspect, when there's a manhunt. Okay, so, so there's a guy were, on the loose. There were two people they were or a actively woman. A woman could have shot the cop, too. Yeah, there were two incidents yesterday where two police officers were shot, and they had suspects identified. And they were trying to find them because they were armed and dangerous. Would they have done the same thing had that been someone who shot just a rando and was on the loose? Because I didn't get that. I didn't get an alert a couple nights ago when that whole thing went down over in our in Mount Juliet over here, and the dude was running through the woods and shit on foot. And nobody could find him, and I still don't think they found him. So I haven't gotten alerts about that. Well, like, I, listen, I support. If you sign co- up for your town you will oh, but. well but I, but I didn't sign up to get these alerts either but like i mean it blasts through it like despite the fact my phone's on mute well, and yeah, everything it's like, it's like an amber alert same thing. it is but like how do we pick and choose which like i love i, I am totally pro cop everybody knows i'm pro cop i support the cops big time but ultimately what puts a cop getting shot and a guy on the loose above some woman driving a car with her kid getting shot and a guy is on the loose why do I get an alert for that, but not for the lady getting shot with her kid in the car? Like, cops are just people, too. Now, they got bigger balls than I do. I don't want to go out there and serve and protect and pin on a badge and strap on a gun. Obviously, I, I, I'm not made up that way. That's not my mental makeup. That's not how I'm built to do shit. But um, why are they, like, treated differently? 
Yeah. You know, I understand why military people are treated differently for stuff, you know, and, and even cops like this. See, I, I went in a different tangent. Like, I understand why cops get a different amount of love. Like, and people say, hey, I'll give a cop a free meal because they protect people. And I think most of them are good. Military people went out and made a decision to protect our country and protect our freedoms. And I'm all about that because I don't have the balls to do it. So that's a different argument. But if it comes to just someone getting plugged in the streets, and I'm sure another cop's been shot before and someone's been on the loose and I haven't gotten a, a, a message about it, I would assume, but... Well, I mean, if they've apprehended the suspect, then no. And if it's a statewide manhunt, then it's different. I see. But the problem is you've got a lot of morons out there who just hate the cops. They're like, why am I getting the police updates? And fuck the police dogs. Yes, correct. Police dogs are some bad mofos. You don't want to mess with them. Anything happen with Deshaun Watson today? Has he come on anybody or anything? Nope, it's still just day two of the... Uh... I read a story today, and I think Rob Motti. Remember Rob Motti? So he's this dude that's like this big workout buff dude in Philadelphia who's a big baseball guy. And Andy, I think, had him do a show or two with me whenever we were looking for someone to replace Bruno, I think. And, like, he would just keep calling me fat, but he was religious, so it was okay. Huh. Like, I don't dislike him. He was a fine guy. He was a nice guy. But, like, we'd be in the middle of a thing, and, he'd, like, he's all buff and shit and had, like, a flat top. He looked like Bodies by Jake, kind of. And and he's like, yeah, you know, you really should hit the gym, man. You're kind of big. And, like, he just kept calling me fat, basically. And he's a big baseball guy. And I think he's with the Associated Press now or something. And he, and he reported that the league would be okay with accepting a six to eight game suspension for Deshaun, which I don't fucking believe at all. There's no, like, like if, if we're hearing stories about, well, that you know what, it's going to be indefinite with at least a year. If they come back with, hey, Deshaun suspended for six games, bullshit. Well, again, that's because the league wants indefinite and Deshaun's lawyers are saying there is no grounds. That's up to this judge. This judge is going to make a recommendation. Well, yeah, like if the judge comes her. back, Well, if the judge comes back, yeah, ultimately it comes down to the commissioner. But if this judge comes back and says, I suggest six games, the report is that the commissioner will just accept the six games, which is gross. Because Deshaun Watson is just a nasty human. We've all got our vices. We all got our kinks. We all do fucked up shit. This guy, like we're reading today that R. Kelly's going to jail for 30 years and look r kelly's on a different level too he's, he's a he's a gross dude too but deshaun watson basically ejaculating on all these women who want no part of that he's a fucking serial creep he's a serial predator everything about him's gross and if you put your biases aside your racial biases your team biases your your sex biases and just look at it straight up there's no one who can look at this dude and think there's anything normal about what he's doing this dude's a fucking gross creep and if the league comes back and says, well, you know what, guys? Six games. Fuck them. Like, you're letting the the, the, the Browns off easy on this? Because the Browns have basically set his contract up where he's not going to have to pay much and lose much money from this. So you're, you're barely punishing this guy. One of their arguments is, well, he didn't play all of last year. Well, he didn't play all of last year because he planned to not play all of last year for the most part, right? Because that, he didn't want to play for the Texans. So he had to wait to be traded. That was a big part of it. So, God, there's no way, given all the shit that's going on in the world, and R. Kelly just goes to jail for 30 years and women's rights are being stripped away, according to the women on the internet, there's no way. And the heat of this, well, nobody cares about women anymore narrative that's going on in the world, it sucks to be a woman in America. If the NFL comes back and says, well, Deshaun Watson, who has 30-some-odd accusers, and he's you know got 70-something massage therapists that he slides into their DMs, like, there's no way the NFL could 
fucking come back with that. There's no way. You cannot come back at me with, oh, six games. Like, fuck, no, you can't. Like, they cannot do that. But again, what they're afraid of is that if they do that with Deshaun, then they're going to have to do more strict punishments on Robert Kraft, on Dan Snyder, all that Well, stuff. they can't retroactively go back and do that now. The punishment's already been levied. So they can't come back and say, well, now that we punished Deshaun, hey, Robert Kraft, sorry, bud. Like, it's not going to work that way. So you can't, you know, retroactively right. punish. But they're just, you know, worried that it's going to expose more things in the well, league. Well, and- listen, man, this dude is a just a creep, man. I don't like him. I will root against him. Uh, he turned out to be a total fraud of a human. Um, and generally speaking, I don't judge people like in a way. Look, I grew up in a house where my dad was fucking around on my mom. People do bad shit, gross shit. It is what it is, man. But like with this dude, I'm just like. It's the, it's the lack of accountability. The and lack he has of, no like, accountability. Truly, and I don't even think he's just doing that to like lie. I think he truly believes he did nothing wrong. I I think that he's a narcissist. Well, he's he was clearly raised a narcissist. by a single mom, Josh. How could he? Uh, the, he guys, I was raised by a single mom. How the hell could I ejaculate on 30-something women who didn't want me to do it? He's a dope. Just a gross individual and um and I will root against him. I, I truly believe this. And look, like look, let's like Mike Vick, right? Mike Vick did some fucked up shit and killed some dogs, served his time, came back, and kind of rehabilitated his image. And I actually kind of like the guy. Like I've seen him. Like I, I, I don't know him, but I feel like he's someone that probably learned from how fucked up the th- stuff he was doing was. Well, he most certainly put in the work too. Like. Sure, and like, and maybe these guys are full of shit. And you know, went to jail. Sure, but like, maybe some of these guys are full of shit. But you can look at some people and go, hey, at least this guy seems remorseful. At least he seems honest. Like and, he and understands why yeah. it was wrong. But like Deshaun doesn't. He is a he is a narcissist. He is a sociopath. And then you hear him in the press conference. You and going back to that, you're talking about his mom. Like I was raised by a single mom. Oh, so that means you can't be a predator. I mean, it's like Cosby type shit. So I guess nothing's come out about that today. Is right no, now it's like five the o'clock. Final day, so. but they say it could take like several days till they. I hope to hell they throw the book at this fucking guy. And again, just because this judge recommends something, that doesn't mean a decision's going to be made. True. This is just her recommendation. True. Goodell, Goodell's got the final say. And grow a pair of balls on this one, Goodell. Like, and I, I hate to be this guy because I know they're totally different things, and and one messes with the integrity of the game and one doesn't. But if you're suspending Calvin Ridley for a year because he put like a grand into DraftKings, yeah, like it's not a great look when you got a guy who's a fucking predator. And you're like, yeah, six games. Like, it has to be at least a year. And look, I'm a big believer that like, the worst thing you can do in terms of on the field shit is bet on the game. That's why I feel no remorse for assholes like uh, like Pete Rose and those kind of guys. Like, you fucked with the actual integrity of the game, more so than steroids, more so than the Astros beating on garbage cans. Like, you can control whether or not you go up there and strike out four times on purpose so you can win a bet. Or if you're the manager of a team, you can control what kind of shitty lineup you put out there to lose on purpose so you can cover a bet. So that's different to me. That's like the holiest of holies on the field. But if you're doing what Deshaun's doing, and also, and I know we talked about this a little bit yesterday, I don't blame the Texans as much as the media people want to, but the Texans are just this this punching bag of an organization, and they're the only organization people are willing to ridicule in Houston, and you got the, the shit with Easter Bean, you know how the kind of disaster Cal is, so they're easy to rip, and that's what people do. People take the low-hanging fruit and rip the team you're allowed to rip. I've always been sort of defensive of them because I think these media schmoes pile on the Texans because they're the only team to pile on. So they ripple. Uh, I'll defend them to a degree. Like, I mean, did, do I think that they knew he was going out overall and like a fucking monster of a human that he was? No, I don't believe they knew that. So 
What else is going on in the world today? What are the kids talking about on the old interwebs today? Oh, just a couple NBA trades. Nah, who cares? None of them were big enough to go. Well, the Deontay Murray one's pretty big. It, it is. The the dude from San Antonio yep, going, going to Atlanta. Going to Atlanta, play with Trey Young. There was also a trade that went down earlier today that cleared up some space for the Knicks to go out and make their big move to get Jalen Brunson. And it's like, who the fuck cares? Like, that, like I'm so tired. I hate New York media people because they act like that the Knicks are some sort of God's gift to basketball, that they should be good all the time. In my existence, the Knicks have never been overly good. They made the finals a couple times. They haven't won anything in 40 years, 40 some odd years. The fuck do I care about the Knicks? And but then, people talk like, oh my God, how are the Knicks not good? The other one's uh, Harden declining his $47.4 million option from the Sixers, but yeah. he does intend on returning. It would just help them out, of course. Well, apparently PJ for 3J is going to be there. Uh, that's the guy they want. And they're going to basically rebuild the 2018 Rockets, which will be great because that team didn't win shit once Chris Paul got hurt. Well, didn't PJ really hate Harden at the end there? I'm sh- they probably still do. Didn't they want Eric Gordon, too? Like, uh, Yeah, really? what if they do? What if they rebuild the 2018 Rockets, but they're like, this is different. This is the 2018 Rockets, but with an all-world player like Embiid. Well, it's also the 2018 Rockets with broke dick version of Harden and a dude who always gets hurt come playoff time, Embiid. So I'm going to love it, watching them collapse again. Daryl rebuilds his master team from 2018 and they still fucking lose. I'm rooting for it. Come on, baby. Why is Donovan Mitchell trending? Is he the next guy that's going to get traded probably? Because that whole thing's a mess over there, right? And um, they just Did they just hire a new coach in uh, Utah? Well, they actually have made it official or not. But. Yeah, so... Yeah, they're hiring some white guy. That's funny. We always hear about this, like, we need more black coaches in the NBA, yet all the coaches that seem to get hired are white dudes, like 30-year-old white dudes. Although Mike Brown, I guess, is the coach of Sacramento, but he's a retread. Fascinating conversation. When you hear about white dudes who get a second or third job, they are deemed retreads, right? Like, oh, here comes another. Like, if D'Antoni were to have gotten that job in Charlotte, it'd be, well, Mike D'Antoni's a retread. Well, Mike Brown, I think, has been a head coach now three times. Can black guys be retreads? I'm going to write a thesis on this, and I'm going to write this for The Athletic. There you go. Hey, Athletic, I got a piece for you. It's called, Hey, Black Dudes Can Be Retreads Too. And I'll say, hey, how about tell me about Herm Edwards and tell me about Mike Brown and tell me about, you know, just go down the list of these guys. Lovey Smith. Like, it's very possible for a black guy to be a retread. You don't just have to be a white dude. Hey, Hispanic guys can be retreads, too. Take a look at uh, what's his name up in uh, Washington. Uh, what Who used to coach? How am I drawing a blank? The one that took a picture with Jim. How am I drawing a blank on the Redskins coach? Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. You know, Hispanic guys can be retreads, too. So, but the only time you ever hear the actual term retread being used is for white guys who get a job over a young black guy who's never gotten a job before. Oh, another retread white guy is back. Well, a lot of time those retread white guys have pretty good records. Now, some of them don't. Like some of them are like Lane Kiffin who just kept getting, like just kept getting jobs. You'd be like, well, Lane Kiffin's never really done anything, but whatever. But like a lot of time you'll find a successful guy. Like Mike D'Antoni has been a successful NBA coach. But if Mike D'Antoni gets another job, he's just an old white guy retread. But Mike Brown is not a retread. It's Mike Brown is, boy, Mike Brown's earned this opportunity to become a head coach again in Sacramento. And you forget that Mike Brown coached LeBron a couple times. You know, like he's earned it. He's earned this. Anyway. All right. Uh, who do I have to tell them about? Craftology by Christie. Craftology by Christie. Check out the Etsy store. Check out the Instagram. Of course, she is the wife uh, of our friend Richard from Metro Ready Mix. And uh, Richard... 
is a great guy and of course he's in the concrete business but his wife's got these great fun shirts like if you're looking for a gift for your wife or if you're one of the ladies that listens and you say hey i'd like to have this well uh stop by the etsy store there just log, log on craftology by christy see the cool shirts and the cool gear and everything else they have cool like astros type stuff like a very cool etsy store she's got and i think you guys should check it out i think you'd like a lot of the stuff there it's cute at least give her a follow on instagram craftology by christy c-h-r-i-s-t-y it's cute it's cute stuff that you should check out and that is uh craftology by christy check it out they're awesome we love her we love her husband they're great folks craftology by christy also i will not tell you who did this but someone has supplied us with a password for paramount plus we're in so we are we are bootlegging someone else's paramount plus thank you friend which means we get to watch the beavis and butthead film this now. person said it's the least they could do for how much they listen to our podcast well that's awful nice appreciate that so now we're going to watch that and there's that godfather like making of thing yep. i wanted to watch and we've got to get hype for our concert tomorrow so we're going to watch the dirt again on netflix yeah so we got a busy night what are the odds that we black out at this concert i'll do you one better okay what are the odds that we black out before the concert <laughs> oh no I will because jonathan came to me now jonathan our program director Wait, like before like before the whole concert or before like motley crew before motley crew Okay. Very hmm. good is the odds. And hmm. what are the odds that not only do we black out, but we pass the fuck out in the heat? Oh, we'll good on that. So let me throw this out to you. So our program director, Jonathan, is also the program director of a top 40 station, and they have like a little thing that they're doing. Um, River on the River Rooftop. River on the Rooftop is what it's called. And they bring an act in, and they, they sing a couple of songs acoustic at one of these bars. And tomorrow it's Five Seconds of Summer. Some of you may know them as the band where the drummer passed out the other night, and they had to stop their show in the Woodlands. Well, they're going to be doing a few minutes, uh, like 25 minutes on they're, this rooftop. That, that kid's going to die again. It's going to be hot as shit tomorrow, and you're going to bring this kid out there who had like heat exhaustion and heat stroke like a week ago or three days yeah. ago? So they're going to do that tomorrow. But we were going to go down there. It was at noon. And we're like, yeah, we'll go down there and hang out all day on Broadway. Then we'll go to the concert that starts at like 5, 4, 30, 5 o'clock. And I'm like, today Jonathan walks in and goes, hey, man, I got your passes for River on the Rooftop. I said, listen. I've decided that if I go down to Broadway at noon tomorrow and I'm expected to see a show that starts at 4.30 and the acts I want to see don't come on until 5 and then like 9.30, I will die tomorrow. So I don't think I can make it well, to this event. You didn't have, I mean, we don't have to drink for the five seconds of summer rooftop party. No. Also, it says noon. I bet they go on at like 2.30. Maybe. Because I think the Avril Lavigne one was like four hours past when it was supposed to be. That's all well and good. But if I'm down there around booze all afternoon and then we go to the venue and then drink booze in the venue for seven hours. Well, my thing is like, I just don't want to do like five shots like we did last time at Sammy. If we do beer and like maybe one shot before we go into the venue, I think we'll be good. Well, we'll We're find out. We're also not going to be, I don't think we are in a situation where they're going to be serving Santo Tequila at Nissan Stadium. Maybe not. At least not. not in an area that we're allowed in. Also, it's going to make us drink slower. And I don't think we're meeting a listener who's going to show up with tequila in prescription pill bottles. That's true, too. I don't think. Now, but here's the weird thing where our seats are. We're in the lower bowl and we're like the second row of a lower bowl area. I don't know if we have to walk all the way up the stairs to are, get more beer. Are there not beer. like vendors anymore? That's Can what I'm not? asking. That's, I don't know. I don't know if it's a scenario where you have to walk up the stairs to go to like a, a mm. like a concourse well. or if there's some jamoke selling beer or if you could walk down onto the field area and there's another setup. 
I'm hoping it's not a scenario where we have to walk all the way up the lower bowl stairs to get beer. Well, we'll be getting two at a time then, most certainly. Yes. So, anyway. All right. We're getting out of here. Got to go watch Beavis and Butthead and some other stuff. We'll see you guys later.